Welcome to today with Marilyn and Sarah and happy Thanksgiving. Oh my goodness, love Thanksgiving. Really, really love Thanksgiving. And not only do I love it for like the day and the weekend, but even more so, I like that it can be a lifestyle and not just <laughs> a holiday. And I wanna encourage you, there's some really cool testimonies, one of them to help us with Thanksgiving. Uh, Pamela called in for prayer because her new house had been flooded when a pipe burst. And after she received prayer, uh, they moved and received a, a brand new house. So that's a really, really cool uh, praise report and something to be thankful for. And I just want to encourage you, if you have a need in your life, why don't you hop on the phone, get on the website. We'd love to pray for you. Uh, we know that God answers prayer. And of course, partners, this special shout out to you. Thank you on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thank you for helping us to cover the earth with the word and connect everyone to the heart of God. We're so very grateful, thankful for you, our partners. And, you know, we're doing uh, a teaching today and Thanksgiving is such a, an essential ingredient for us. And I think when we think about Thanksgiving for you and me, I always think about it in terms of like the holiday, you know, like the Thursday, it's, I think it's the last Thursday and in November. And so, you know, we always suddenly amp up our, our gratitude, our awareness of being thankful. But I think we've got to really consider that Thanksgiving is more of a lifestyle and not just a one holiday on the calendar year. It's a lifestyle. And, and I was thinking about this in relation to, and, I, and I've been reading lately, actually, in Luke 17, and it's a really interesting scenario because Jesus was passing through Samaria on his way to Jerusalem and he was passing by this town and there were 10 lepers who were on the outskirts of the town. And leprosy at this time was a really, really major problem. Um, there was no cure for it. Um, and if you caught leprosy, you were ostracized, you were kicked out of the community, out of your village, your town, because it was highly contagious and nobody wanted to catch it. And if you did catch it, it was a drastic lifestyle change. Um, and it was a very painful, gory, gruesome disease um, and, and really ugh, kind of disgusting and gross. Um, and these 10 lepers are on the outskirts of this town. They're not welcome to come in. And as they're out there, they hear about Jesus passing by and they call out and they say, hey, Lord, have mercy, have mercy on us. And, you know, you might be watching right now and maybe you are calling out. You need to call out to Jesus to have mercy on you. Maybe you have a physical need in your body. Maybe you're struggling. It's Thanksgiving. Maybe you feel like you, you just don't have the finances. Maybe you're watching right now and you're lonely. 
I would encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website, give us the opportunity to pray for you and really see God come in and intervene. And, you know, something to encourage you with just for on this special day, if you hop on the phone, get on the website, grab this copy as well, speak the word because it will help you and encourage you one, sometimes when you're discouraged in your soul and your heart, then you can speak the word and it helps you uh, really lift up your faith and keep your focus and confidence on God. And, you know, that's what these lepers who are on the outskirts of the town, that's what they did. They called out to Jesus and they said, Lord, have mercy on us. And I really think it's very incredible to think about these lepers because they didn't have any kind of resources. They didn't have financial resources. They didn't have medical resources. They didn't have a, like a supportive community except to themselves. And they were excluded from everyday life. And it's so, so very sad because they didn't have an opportunity for any kind of, of connection with family. And some of you right now, you're watching and you're not connected with your family and it's hard. This is a hard season for you, a hard day for you because of the family dynamics. Maybe, maybe you think, oh, that means I have to get around my family again and, and it's difficult for you. And we would love to pray for you with any kind of family struggles, family needs, tension, uh, difficulty, conflict. Sometimes you sit around the table and you want to make sure you don't sit by that one, but deuce, you know, and we do all these things, you know, and, and accommodate and all this stuff because it's Thanksgiving and we have to and it's like we're forced. But we'd love to pray for you. We'd love to pray for you to have some healing in your family, to have some peace in your soul. So hop on the phone, get on the website. And these lepers, you know, they came to Jesus and they called out to him. They didn't have family. They had been excluded from their family. They had been isolated. And their bodies were literally decomposing, literally uh, falling, disintegrating. So their noses were, were getting eaten away by the leprosy, their ears, their, their digits, their toes, getting eaten away by the leprosy. And sometimes that could be such a very difficult disease because there was no cure. It was hopeless. It was very hopeless. And you might feel that way in your soul right now. Maybe you feel hopeless. So I just encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website, give us the opportunity to get to pray for you. And if you do feel hopeless, if you feel like you have a lack in your life right now, there you have famine, there's a deficiency in your life. I want you to watch this part of this teaching now. This is like a team thing with mom and me. Mom's going to teach you now about 13 famines and 13 miracles to encourage your faith that there's not a famine that God doesn't have a miracle to meet that famine. I'm thankful. I am thankful. I am thankful for freedom of living in the United States. For the opportunity to lead worship every Sunday at my favorite church. For my cuddly, snuggly, warm puppies. They keep me warm at night. For like the thousands of books that I have at home. I'm thankful for my career of being able to minister to students. The coffee, good friends, and wise counsel. That I'm a part of a ministry where people stand on the Word of God, believe God no matter what my four awesome grandkids. Of what Jesus has done and the great sacrifice on the cross that has set me free, and I get to share that freedom with others. For my family, for the free gift of salvation, and that God turns every persecution into a blessing. And I'm thankful for food because I like to cook and food makes me happy.
speaking the Word of God can change your life. For your gift of any amount, we will send you our Speak the Word booklet. This simple, concise booklet will help you activate God's Word over your life. For your gift of $35 or more, we will also send you Marilyn's classic teaching, 13 Famines, 13 Miracles, her Harvest in the Famine mini book, and Treasures of a Thankful Heart Journal, and our Provision Scripture Card. These encouraging resources are filled with practical advice, showing Jesus is your perfect provision for all you'll ever need. For your gift of $65 or more, we will also send you our mustard seed necklace. This necklace will be a reminder that you can speak to your mountain and God will move it out of your way. Enter His court with thanksgiving and present your requests. Be lifted above the heaviness and hopelessness of your situation. Call or click today for this anointed resource. So I believe tonight that you will see there are four keys to a miracle in every economic crisis. So when you go through these, and I have the keys in it, and I'll be referring to them quite a bit, but I'm going to kind of zip through 13 famines. So those of you watching on television, watch very intensely now because the Holy Spirit's going to speak to you. When you look at the first famine, it's right there on your sheets. It is found in Genesis 12, and it has to do with Abraham. Abraham was called to go to the promised land, and he travels, leaves, goes to the promised land, and when he gets there, there is a famine. Did you ever find you're in the perfect will of God, and yet you can, you're in a crisis? And it can be an economic crisis, doesn't mean you're out of the will of God. So here he gets into that crisis, and what did he do? He didn't stay there, and he's young in faith. Faith is a process. Everybody say faith is a process. And so he's young in faith, and he goes down to Egypt thinking, well, I'll go there temporarily. And really, he did some very stupid things in Egypt. You know, he lied about his wife, Sarah, and it was not a good scene. But he comes back to the promised land, and God begins to bless Abraham beyond anything you can imagine. And from there on, you will find that God blessed Abraham and blessed him and blessed him. And we could have said, well, you didn't do so well. You should never have left to start with. You should never have lied about your wife like you did. But God blessed him. What is the key that God is blessing? And I'll tell you the key. It's covenant. Everybody say covenant. When you get born again, you are in covenant. You're in a new covenant. Everybody say new covenant. And because you're in covenant, God will bless you and encourage you and multiply you. And in the New Testament, it says we are the seed of Abraham. And it doesn't say maybe he will bless us. It says surely he will bless you and surely he will multiply you. Why? Because you're such a hot shot? No, because you're in covenant. Everybody say covenant. And so Abraham was blessed because he was in covenant, and he stood in his covenant right. The second one you will see there is Isaac, and it's in Genesis 26. And if you notice, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, they all had famines. I mean, people think, oh, economic crisis. It's not so unusual, folks. It happens all the time. So it's not so unusual. It would happen in our timing, and we've had more than one in, in my lifetime, that's for sure. So here we see Isaac, and of all things, 
he lives with the Philistines. And God tells him, stay here with the Philistines. Now, the Philistines are yucky people. I mean, they are ugly to the core. And they were the enemies of Abraham's seed. And God says, you stay and live here during the famine. So he's got to live in a bad circumstance. And some of you tonight, you may be living in a very bad job, bad circumstance, in an economic crisis. But remember, you're in covenant. Everybody say covenant. Now, in this chapter, and I don't have time to teach the whole chapter, I love Genesis 26, but he starts to redig some wells that his father dug. And the Philistines, they're such jerks. Everybody say jerks. They have filled those wells. Now, who would be so stupid as to fill a well? That would be really stupid, but they did it. So Isaac comes, and he starts redicking and clearing out the wells, and the Philistines show up and just fill them again. And Isaac, instead of getting into a big fight, big strife situation, just moves on. And it's famine time, and it said he sowed. And when he sowed, he reaped a hundredfold in the time of famine. Now, everybody wants a hundredfold. Everybody say hundredfold. Man, I'd love to uh, sow $10 tonight and reap a hundredfold. Wouldn't you? Come on, be, be honest with me. Everybody likes, they want the hundredfold blessing. But remember, he sowed in a famine time. Everybody say famine. And one of the big keys for you in famine time, economic crisis, is to sow. Everybody say sow. So we stand on the covenant, and what do we do? We sow our seed. And so tonight, I have four keys for you, and I think if I hold them up, it will help you to remember them better, because we're such visual people. The first key is stand in covenant. Everybody say first key. Stand in covenant. Now, if you're not born again, you're not in covenant. You have to be born again to be in covenant. The second key is so. Everybody say so. And that hundredfold, when did it come in? At what timing? What timing? Famine time. Famine time was when it came in. So we begin to see some things. If you want miracles in economic crisis, you have to do the things that God says. I have a friend. And uh, she loves to give. But she called me one day and she said, you know, we're in our mid-60s and we'd like to have our house paid off. And my husband is retired and we don't have a big income. Actually, she said we're on Social Security. But we'd really like to have our house paid off. Would you pray with me that God would make a way to pay this house off, that we could live in this house debt-free? So we prayed on the phone. And about, I don't know, a couple of months later, uh, she was going uh, to another country to do some ministry. So she's in kind of a limousine-type service, and she's witnessing to the driver, and she leads the driver to Christ. Whew. And the Lord said to her in this wintertime, give him your coat for his wife. Oh, she said, Lord, this is a new coat. In fact, this coat cost me $500. And probably, this coat is a size 14. His wife probably wears a 2. So she said to him, what size coat does your wife wear? He said a 14. <laughs> so she knew what she was supposed to do. Everybody say so. so. Say time to sew. So she took the coat off and said, I feel that God wants me to give you this coat for your wife. Well, he, he was very touched by it. Of course, she just led him to the Lord. 
So she goes to this other country, where she had relatives in this country. So she's visiting and, you know, she's ministering. And one of her relatives said to her, how much do you owe on your house? And she thought that was strange. So she told him, and he paid her house off. Now, folks, I'm going to ask you a very personal question. If she hadn't sewn the coat, if she hadn't been sewing, do you think she would have reaped a house? Come on, people, unless you sow seed, don't call in harvest. Harvest don't come without seed. That would be stupid. Everybody say stupid. Look at someone say, honey, I know you're not stupid. And so when I saw and heard that, I thought, man, that is so marvelous. Now, the third one I want you to look at, and these just kind of go in order, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and it's another key. So get ready, get ready for your third key. In Jacob's day, oh, there's a terrible famine. And he has all these children. You know, he had 12 sons. One is missing. And famine hits. Now, 12 boys or 11 boys to feed would be a crisis anyway, I think. <laughs> and he had a daughter named Dinah. And so here the famine hits. And his sons hear that there's food in Egypt. And you know the story. They go down to Egypt, meet Joseph, and Joseph has had a revelation. <laughs> and he had a revelation that there would be seven years of plenty, and then seven years of famine, and the seven years of plenty would serve the seven years of famine. And literally, their lives were saved in the famine time because of revelation. Everybody say revelation. Say it again. Say it again. That is another key. Now, folks, you need to ask God for a revelation for your own personal economic condition. God has a revelation, and he has a secret that I believe he can reveal to you about what to do, how to make it work, and how, you know, you're to act in the situation. Marilyn and Sarah have been covering the earth with the word on television for over 50 years. But television isn't the only way their ministry can be viewed. Today with Marilyn and Sarah can be seen on platforms such as YouTube, Roku, Fire TV, as well as podcasts on iTunes and Google. It's easier than ever to be encouraged with God's work at home, work, or on the go. You can replay any program at any time. Tune in and be blessed. Hey there, I want to encourage you to download our app on your phone. You're like, really? Serious? Absolutely. We have some amazing things on our app, really convenient for you. We have today's program. We have opportunities to pray for you. We have places for you to give and partner with us. We also have things that will help you know what events are coming up and group tours that you could join, as well as a Bible reading plan, daily Bible reading plan. This app is super relevant, very convenient, and super helpful for your daily living with Jesus. Speaking the Word of God can change your life. For your gift of any amount, we will send you our Speak the Word booklet. This simple, concise booklet will help you activate God's Word over your life. For your gift of $35 or more, we will also send you Marilyn's classic teaching, 13 Famines, 13 Miracles, her Harvest in the Famine mini book, and Treasures of a Thankful Heart journal, and our Provision Scripture card. These encouraging resources are filled with practical advice showing Jesus is your perfect provision for all you'll ever need. For your gift of $65 or more, we will also send you our mustard seed necklace. This necklace will be a reminder that you can speak to your mountain and God will move it out of your way. 
enter his court with thanksgiving and present your requests. Be lifted above the heaviness and hopelessness of your situation. Call or click today for this anointed resource. was really, really good teaching from mom. And you're like, yeah, but what's the last point? Well, of course, you need to hop on the phone, get on the website and grab the, today's offer so you can get all of the content from what she taught related to 13 famines and 13 miracles. And along this line, in terms of famines and miracles, I do think that being thankful is a key part to having a famine or a hardship or a struggle turn into the miraculous. And of course, when you hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy, copy of Speak the Word, really powerful booklet um, for any gift, uh, really help you to turn uh, difficult things and speak the word and see them turn into miraculous victory. So make sure you grab that as well. And, you know, in terms of Thanksgiving, um, 13 famines, 13 miracles, and what is that? How does that tie into Thanksgiving? Well, as we were talking about the lepers in Luke 17, they lived in a kind of a famine depleted existence and their life was continuing to decline, get worse. And, and they were just, it was not a hopeful future for these lepers in any way, shape, fashion, or form. They needed a miracle. And when they saw Jesus come by their town, they were on the outskirts of the town. They called out, Lord, have mercy on us. And I love what Jesus does because Jesus speaks into our deficiency, speaks into our hopelessness, speaks into our despondency, our, our impairment, the, our pain, our suffering, our disease. Jesus speaks into that and we give him the opportunity. And I know any of those areas right now in your life, I'd encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. If you feel hopeless, if you have disease, if you have impairment, if you feel like there's no future for you, love to pray for you today. So hop on the phone, get on the website and give us the opportunity to call out to Jesus on your behalf and say, Lord, have mercy. And that's what these lepers did. They called out to Jesus, Lord, have mercy. And I love what Jesus did. He said, go and show yourself to the priests. And it says, as they went, they were cleansed. It's interesting because leprosy was a skin disease and it was, it was a disease that would eat away at your flesh. And in order to be cleansed, you had to have the disease removed. But I appreciate that as they went, and this was kind of a process. And a lot of times Jesus will do a miracle as a process and not just instantaneous. And if you're in the middle of process right now, you're like, well, I'm not where I was, but I'm not where I want to be. But you're struggling in the process. We'd love to pray for you. Hop on the phone, get on the website. Give us the opportunity to help you and to pray for you in the process that you don't get tired and weary, that you keep walking. Because as they went, they were cleansed. And it's interesting, when, when they went to show themselves to the priest, it says out of the 10, that one of them saw that he was healed. He was healed. And he came back to Jesus. And this is one of the coolest things. When you read what he said and you read what he did, he, when he realized he was healed, he was very loud and vocal, giving glory to God. Oh my God, I'm healed. I'm well, I'm cleansed. 
oh my goodness. And he's over the moon excited and jubilant. And why wouldn't he be? I mean, if you think about it, this is a, this is supernatural. His life was kind of in fade to gray, decline, hopeless, no future, no community, no family, all kinds of isolation, exclusion, hanging out and just falling apart a little bit, a little bit, a little bit every day. And now suddenly that's completely changed. He's over the top excited, giving glory to God. And you know, you might be watching right now and you're like, I'd love to have God do that turnaround miracle for me. I'd love to see God take the eating away leprosy, the decline, the, the slow de degrading decay to nothing. Love to see God turn that around. We want to pray for you. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We love to pray and we see that God answers prayer. But it says this one guy out of the 10, the one leper, when he knew he, was, he had been cleansed, he recognized that he was healed. He came back and he gave thanks to Jesus and he expressed gratitude. And this is one of the key things I really want us to take as a lifestyle and not just a holiday that we have gratitude as our lifestyle and gratitude. I think sometimes we want to see gratitude for the big things, you know, like, oh my goodness, I got healed from leprosy. That's, you know, miraculous. That's magnificent. It's huge. But I think we can also be grateful and have Thanksgiving for small things, medium things, big things. And I appreciate that when this guy came back, the leper who was cleansed and healed, he came back to give thanks to Jesus. And Jesus responded to him and he's like, wow, that's really great that you came. You're a Samaritan. But it's interesting because Jesus said, go in faith. Your faith has saved you. And I want you to see that in this process with gratitude, there's healing, there's cleansing, there's healing, and there's wholeness, deliverance, salvation. These three verbs are all intertwined and go with gratitude and thanksgiving. And I want to encourage you today that as we are grateful, Jesus can cleanse us, can heal us, and can save and deliver us because these are all integral pieces that go with thanksgiving. So if there's a need in your life, you have a, a deficiency, you're hurting, you're depressed, you're discouraged, you're struggling, we want to pray for you today. Hop on the phone, get on the website, give us the privilege to pray for you. I'm thankful. I am thankful. I am thankful for freedom of living in the United States. For the opportunity to lead worship every Sunday at my favorite church. For my cuddly, snuggly, warm puppies. They keep me warm at night for like the thousands of books that I have at home. I'm thankful for my career and being able to minister to students. Coffee, good friends, and wise counsel. That I'm a part of a ministry where people stand on the Word of God, believe God no matter what. My four awesome grandkids. Of what Jesus has done and the great sacrifice on the cross that has set me free, and I get to share that freedom with others. For my family, for the free gift of salvation, and that God turns every persecution into a blessing. And I'm thankful for food because I like to cook and food makes me happy. Speaking the Word of God can change your life. For your gift of any amount, we will send you our Speak the Word booklet. This simple, concise booklet will help you activate God's Word over your life. 
For your gift of $35 or more, we will also send you Marilyn's classic teaching, 13 Famines, 13 Miracles, her Harvest in the Famine mini book, and Treasures of a Thankful Heart Journal, and our Provision Scripture Card. These encouraging resources are filled with practical advice, showing Jesus is your perfect provision for all you'll ever need. For your gift of $65 or more, we will also send you our mustard seed necklace. This necklace will be a reminder that you can speak to your mountain and God will move it out of your way. Enter His court with thanksgiving and present your requests. Be lifted above the heaviness and hopelessness of your situation. Call or click today for this anointed resource.